Hello and welcome to the Commodore Amiga podcast. Because <laughs> we know what, uh, also known as, you know, in a special honour of Vic. We yeah, know this, how much this he week, loves Amiga. This week we'll be looking at the how to pimp your A500 Mini and the homebrew games <laughs> called Victor in Trouble. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a yeah. good one, it's a platformer. No, hello, welcome to the Ten Pence Arcade Podcast. My name is Sean Holly, aka Sean in your face, Holly. Not really. And to my left, where, whereabouts are you, Paul? Birmingham way. Yeah, I'm. I'm sort of. Uh, I'm Birmingham, basically. Yeah. And it's Mr. Driskinator, Paul Driscoll. Say hello. Hello, everyone. Yes, it's wonderful to be invited. Thank you very yeah. much. If anyone who's listened to a, podcast, a UK retro gaming podcast in the last 110 years, because they've been going a while, will mm. probably know Paul, because he's been on... Give us give us a countdown of what you've been on, sir. Yes, okay. Well, um, podcast-wise, started out on Retro Asylum. was on there for a good chunk of time. Um, and then took a bit of a break from there and went on to join Andy uh, Andy Godoy on the uh, RGDS podcast or the Retro Gaming Discussion Show and uh, that's where I've fr- uh, frequented ever since it's, uh, it sort of covers uh, anything retro gaming wise and uh, lovely group of lads it's, it's nice because again um, being a UK podcast um, you know we always make sure that such wonderful systems as uh, Spectrum and uh, Amiga and you know th- those systems that don't always get shouted out uh, alongside arcade games and the whole host of retro stuff yeah I think it's, um, been, I think it's been said before that a lot of the American ones concentrate on consoles really and not on the computers and uh, like the Retro Asylum and RGDS you know they give give the home computers a bit of a shout out as well don't they yeah, well, of course, the America, because you know that was their gaming history. But it's you know it's nice that we have UK podcasts as well, because you know, or not just UK, the, the European history of gaming was so different to both Japan or America. So it's it's nice that uh, we've we've got the whole range and cover those systems that deserve to be covered. Yeah, yeah, that's very, very good. It's very, very good. Mm. So, so, what have you been up to? Yeah, well, what have I been up to? <laughs> well, a lot, really. So, I've, um, as I say, I've been uh, doing RGDS and all of this stuff, and we did recently a top 40 um because it's 40 years old on the spectrum can you believe that it makes me feel very old yeah uh i think it was like april time so i came up with a rather daft idea well 40 years let's do a top 40 of course not realizing what an epic uh task that is um so we yeah we did a mammoth episode it came in at like five hours in length because you got to cover these games properly and it was uh but it was really good playing these games and um uh you know i left it to kingy to to have the final say who's one of the the hosts who's uh you, you know uh Cutterman, he bleeds uh spectrum pixels so it made sense that he chose and uh, he did a fantastic choice and um yeah, it was great just playing those games again. So that's taken up a lot of time. Oh, that's good. Um, that's good. Yeah, and and also the Amiga Mini as well. Um, 
I'm, I'm I've d- I've dived down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Sorry, I've uh, I love it. Um, so to our listeners, I, I, I know Vix uh, complained about the mini. He's not a big fan of Meager in general, is he? But he um, loves it really. When, when we go really, when we go yeah. off air, he says, "God, I love that Amiga, Sean." I, I really bet do. he does. I bet he does. It's the best thing <laughs> I've ever played, even better than a Jalico Pony cab. <laughs> That's what he says. Even better than a pony. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, um, so, yeah, the Mini is a little Diddy Amiga. I mean, really, it's just, uh, you know, it is just a little bit like a Pi. I think it's Linux-based, but a little PC stuck in an Amiga case. But it is a fantastic little device. And one of the things that's really cool about it, well, it's not just that the, the LED lights up, which I can't, tell you the uh, the satisfaction <laughs> that gives me yeah. <laughs> watching the little uh, drive light light up um, but what I but what I also love with it is they've left it open so you can actually you, you've got 25 games and they're pretty pretty good games that they've lined up you've got some big hitters like um, uh, speedball 2 and those sort of things but they've um, also left it open where you can plug in a usb in the back and uh you can basically any whd download natively will load up so you know if you plug it in the back you'll it'll appear on the carousel another sort of like usb stick and then you just browse to the game you want so and and even more exciting than that for me at least is i've i've um i've Thanks to the eternal patience of people on the uh, the mini Amiga Mini Maxi Discord channel, which I've been living on at the moment, um, and you know they've been teaching. <laughs> I feel like you know like the, a monkey being taught <laughs> how to do things. So it's a, the, the eternal patience, but they've uh, they've taught me how to uh, create loaders for ADF. Uh, which, sorry, oh, that's yeah, like that the is floppy difficult, disks. Well, for me, it is. For the majority of our uh, your listeners, I'm sure they could do it in their sleep. Uh, but all, the, all, you know, and all the bob, bobbins and things. But equally, also the CD32. So I've been going crazy of trying to get all these um, things that didn't, you know, haven't been WHD downloaded working on the Mini because it's just, you know, so I've been doing a lot of the public domain games and those sort of things that you don't normally see so uh yeah i've been having a blast and my current project at the moment is cd32 um do you remember the old little uh gray cd32 console i do Uh, yeah i never mm. i never saw one or i've seen one at events since but i never saw one but Mm. it looked quite good i've tried to get some of these Amiga games running on a Raspberry Pi and, and the, it's some of it because of the different configurations, it's quite difficult but Tronads' mate Ash has done, mm. I, f- I think I've told you a proper, a proper, I think it's a 60 odd gig distribution that you put in a Raspberry Pi 4 or even Ooh. better a 400 with a keyboard and it boots up like an Amiga and all the all the WHD loads are sorted and you you boot into workbench and you've got it took me a while to remember it all but it's it's absolutely mm. brilliant it it's just 
Yeah, no, it really is good. And there's this, um, there's something similar that there's a uh, Ami Jimmy uh, shout out to him. He's been working on something um, and really set it up uh, similar to that on the Amiga Mini. So if anybody's got the Amiga Mini, um, I, I think his is sort of. I don't know. It's I, 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 I don't know the actual size. It might be like just just shy of thirty-two gig, but um, he's he's got like three thousand games and all the demos and all the. Do you remember Deluxe Paint? Yeah. Things like that. Ah, oh, awesome. Because of course, one of the things that's so good with the mini, and you can buy them separately. Uh, they've done like a USB version of the Tank Mouse. You remember the old uh, Meek Mouse? Yeah, it wasn't that buttons. comfy, was it? But it's oh, all right. but the, mem- it's all the right. memories of using it, and it, you know, yeah. it's, they've done it slightly smaller than it than you know, if you compare it, slightly smaller, slightly more ergonomics to be a bit more comfortable. Um, but it, yeah, and you can buy those separately, so that would go lovely with your little uh, uh, your your Pi four hundred. Yeah, the good, thing, the good thing about that Pi 400 is you can take the Amiga out and then put like the old operating system in. It, the old operating system in, you can put emulators in, everything. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant thing, the Pi 400. Yeah, yeah, but does it have a little LED flashing light that looks like the disc light? No, it has one light uh, that comes on. I think it's no, green. Uh, oh, oh, no, to be honest, it's. Uh, I, I agree with you. The, the Pi 400, I'm, I'm, that is on my list to get. Um, I, I really want to get that because I, I want to get uh, some of the old 8-bit systems and things working. Because I mean, there's wonderful things that, like that. There's the mist and things like that. And I, you know, I know it's a bit too tinkery for me. I, I, I prefer simple, simple is and simple does. It is does. a bit. You, you do have to mm. mess mess around with it a bit. But once you get the hang of Retro Arch. You're you're yeah. in it. You're in it. You'll be all right then, mate. You'll be all right. I'm all right. All right. Well, yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm definitely <laughs> gonna get one of those. But yeah, doing all those CD32 stuff, it's great. And also playing those um, public domain games, because yeah. uh, there, there was loads of hidden gems. Because you, you love your shooters. Have you ever played uh, Deluxe Gallagher? I think yes. Yeah, I played mm. it for about thirty-eight seconds on. Because someone else mentioned it on the Pi 400, it might be in one minute 38 because it's on my tea. But yeah, look, it does. <laughs> it does look good. It looks good. It is. It looks it's good. Good, yeah. good little one. Yeah. And that's what I love. I love all these little sort of like, you know, particularly with the public domain and things where they put spins on old arcade classics. Um, mm. So you know, you, it's a nice way of sort of playing with that. So, yeah, so I've been having a blast and all that. And as I say, the, the current project's going to keep me going for a while, doing the every single Amiga CD32 game. Uh, but it's <laughs> yeah. so lovely seeing all these uh, all these games. Because sort of, I'm doing it properly. So, um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you the link and you can, you know, or people can reach out to me. I'm happy to sort of, like, share. Um, but... I've been getting all the artwork and all the all the relative reviews. It's sort of fascinating reading through them all. Again, yeah. lovely, lovely games on that library. I remember, do you remember that we were at one of those events and uh, you, you'd you seen Banshee for the first time and you sort of came over because, you know, I, I know Amiga and you're like, what game is that? <laughs> yeah, it was that it's, yeah, one of the revivals, weren't it? Yeah, one of the revivals, yeah. Because it's, uh, it, it's like... Um, well, it's not as 
good gameplay, I guess, but it was like 1943 on with pretty graphics, isn't it? Yeah, I think I remember yeah. that. Yeah, mm, yeah, it you were quite cold sort of and dusty winter's night. <laughs> we wandered so, yeah. up into the. What, go on, sorry, Vic normally shuts shuts me up. Sorry, go on. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've been up to. Well, you, well um, I'm, I'll, um, there's probably more I could mention, but I don't want to bore you. What have you been up to? I don't know. It's been a while, isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, Krav Maga, Krav Maga Orange Belt. Yes, I got my orange belt in Krav Maga, which is a combat system. It's not just martial arts, brothers and sisters. No, it's a combat system. So you mm. can. It's kind of street fighting, but but clever. Krav, Ooh, that as someone sounds, said, that sounds a bit vicious, doesn't it? It is. You know, you can do chokes, uh, kicking the a groin strike is the posh name for kicking the nads. You can do anything. <laughs> it's about defending yourself in the street and defending others, helping others, and. I've I've read somewhere that Krav Maga is the art of folding clothes with people still in them. <laughs> good? I've never heard of Krav Maga. How do you come across these sort of like vicious and possibly illegal things? Yeah, the Israeli military use it as for training. Yeah. It's, it's it's really it's proper tough, and there's some moves we can't do because you'll die, because you you break your neck and break your leg. We can't do them. And what else? Have <laughs> I'll shut up about Krav Maga. I love it. Uh, family get together, crazy golf and curling. Not not at the same time. We did crazy golf and then curling. Ooh. I went to Blackpool with mate Tony from our K club. Oh oh oh! Guess what? Guess what, Paul? What, we what, went what? to we went went and had a sneak peek of arcade club Blackpool. When is this? <gasps> oh wow! It, it, it looks Can you tell us any of the, any the machines that are there or is it all there's the loads so all, all the triple a's are there there's there's something for everyone it's very diplomatic isn't it but the place from when i when i first went like a couple of years ago and it mm. was the it was an old what was it an old not cinemas casino it's an old casino and now mm. it's been done up from there it's amazing it, it really does look good the artwork on the walls the layout I'm really looking forward to going to that one. Uh, do, do, have they got any idea when that's going to open? Because they keep sort of like mentioning. I, th- I think it's quite soon. Quite, I think it might be in May. I think it's quite soon from what I've heard. But uh, no, nothing concrete yet. I'm so yeah, because I, I really like to, uh, to to go to an arcade club. I, I need to get back to arcade club. I mean, I've been uh, desperate to. The trouble is, since uh, my uh, you know. I'm babysitting on the weekends at the moment, but thankfully that's going to go uh, by the by. Cause yeah, you're a grandfather daughter- now, aren't you? I am, yeah. But um, yeah, so that's been like a bit of a killer because it's like m- my daughter was going through her masters, so uh, obviously she's doing the masters during the week, and then uh, she was working at a shop on the weekend so uh so yeah obviously on babysitting duties and of course you know what shops are like they do long stupid hours yeah um so but i'm really looking forward to she's she's just got herself a job um because she's finished her master's so she's gonna be doing uh monday friday job now so that means i'm gonna get my weekends which means i'm gonna be in arcade club lots oh lovely <laughs> lovely yeah you, I, you go for the I, weekend don't you a, oh i always go yeah if you're gonna go you're gonna as, as i say i'd uh, I, I would just wish um 
Yeah, I try try and catch the times when they uh, also open on Thursday, Friday. You know, when they do yeah. long hours, make it. Uh, you know, people say like, oh, surely you get bored, but <laughs> they're like having to peel me away <laughs> on <laughs> Sunday. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I, yeah, I absolutely adore. Um, I love it's such a wonder. We're so lucky, aren't we, with things like Arcade Club? Yeah, it's, it's on a, kind of on a doorstep as well, and it? it's not far off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a well. I, I keep hope, hoping he'll uh, he'll set one up in Birmingham, but he keeps going the wrong direction. Sean, you need to have words with him. Yeah, I might do. Andy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he needs to come. Uh, 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 yeah, he needs to come Birmingham way because that would be really nice for me. He does. Yeah, just just for me, obviously. You know, right, uh, selfish is. What else have we doing? I've done a YouTube video about Alex's meet, Alex Crowley of Nintendo Arcade. I went down there oh, and wow. did a video there, so that's on YouTube. Oh, yeah, I love your videos. In fact, you've got me gnashing at the bit, because uh, you did that one in Somerset, didn't you? You went to... Yeah, Time Warp. Brilliant place. Time yeah. Warp. And I really want to go there. But yeah, I, I, I need to go down there purely for... The bit that got me so excited is you've got the sit-down um, uh, outrunners, and I've only ever been on that once, and I've been desperate to be on the actual sit-down outrunners. Um, yes, an unusual game, isn't it? It's a weird sequel. It is. I mean, it's, it's not the greatest game, but it's outrun and it's part of the outrun series, and it, I, I don't know. I just love me arcade racers. So, yeah, I do. There's a few good ones there. There's a few unusual ones, as you saw in the video. Yeah, well, that's it. They've got a real nice uh, selection because uh, I'd heard of the place, but to be honest, um, I think the last time, yeah, it, it was. It, I didn't know whether it was worth all the effort of going because it didn't sound, you know, I assumed it might could be a little, just a, like a piddly little bar or something, but seeing it, it's, it's a proper proper arcadey place isn't it it's, it's, it is uh, it's very good there's not a lot of I think the next video I'm going to do I'm going to, I've, I've been to Blackpool Coral Island recently and the, these places are not for us lot that they're, they're not anymore that you know they used to be in the 80s but now they're all redemption games and ticket munches and coin pushes and mm. gambling and the, the, there's still places where us lot can go where, you know, like Arcade Club and Time Warp and Neon Knights and Pixel Bunker. And there's all these places we can go, but the old school stuff, it's just like Blackpool Seafront. It's just not, it's not retro and it's just gone. There's nothing, there's nothing at all. There's yeah, maybe, and I find that I saw an so Outrun bizarre. 2 somewhere and that's the, like, the yeah, oldest you, game you, I could find. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you get some good ones, um, but you're right. Like, you know, in... in uh, I don't know Blackpool Seafront. You know, whenever we go to like the retro events there, uh, always have a wander around. And you've got you got your like, I don't know, um, Afterburner Climax and things like that. And you and uh, Ghost Squad, which I suppose is sort of like Dream Cast era. Yeah, I think um, even they've gone now. Are they gone? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I, well, uh, the the fact that there's so many arcade clubs and all these variants popping up everywhere. Yeah, you know, somebody should take note of that. I've always thought actually they they ought to put on on, on some of these seafronts sort of take that model of like uh, of arcade club, even if it's not like the same size. I, I, but have people sort of like paid to go in? 
Well, Blackpool, Arcade Blackpool is, uh, is there. It's obviously not seafront. It's down a bit. It's near the football stadium. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's down a bit. And it's like Bury. You've, you've got... You don't walk past Arcade Club Bury. You, you go to it. You've, you know mm. you've got to find it. And I think that'll be the same with Blackpool. It, it's not... He's not walking along the seafront and thinking, "Oh, yeah. I'll go in there." You've, it's, you've got to make it a destination, I think. Yeah, which is probably it's probably good because you you want the people just that are genuinely interested to see the place rather than like walk-ins off the street ruffians, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> riffraff and ruffians. Yes, you ruffians, get off of my defender. Do you know how much this cost? <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it's oh, just so many things that's um, yeah. So lots, so lots of stuff been going on. Um, it's been been a blast. Uh, yeah, I, I've kept myself very busy, Sean. What games have we been playing? I'll put the jingle in here. But might just leave it like this. What games <laughs> have we been playing? We have not been delaying. Vic's oh, gonna love. <laughs> gonna love this. Hello, I would like to know. What are the games you've been playing? A lot. I've, I've still been playing Solar Fox. I've been yeah. playing the featured it's a good games. Game, isn't it? Mm. And I've been playing snippets of lots of handheld console games, which we'll talk about in the pickups. Oh, yes, oh, indeed. Yes, oh, yes, yes. God, what have you been playing, mate? Oh, so many. Well, loads of, obviously, the top 40 of the Spectrum. I was living in Spectrum land for, for a good while, but that was oodles of fun, and uh, yeah, it was great sort of playing through them. And, of course, my Amiga Mini, and it's uh, just lovely. I know I've got them on WinUAE and all of that things, but mm. uh, the little light lights up, Sean. <laughs> On, on the drive light that's good and, that. uh, uh, and I can play like B- Buggy Boy that was always my go that was my first one I put on And uh, but I've been really diving deep into playing some of these uh, public domain games as I mentioned I've chosen some of the best but because of whatever domain game um, the other thing is for our next show on RGDS I've been playing a lot of those we've been doing X Copy Dat Floppy Volume One. Uh, <laughs> I, I used to have X Copy. I tell you what, Paul, yeah. pl- play a game called Battlements on a PD. Oh, I've got fake memories of that. Uh, it's, it's a hunch, describe it's a, it. Yeah, it's a Hunchback clone. But it's far better than Hunchback. Oh wow! And I'm I, gonna have I, a look for that. I wrote it. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. definitely going to look for that now. It, I found oh. out like 20 years later it was on three different Amiga cover discs. That is awesome. You're it's, famous. It's called I'm, ba- going to, I'm, going to, I'm going to go rooting for that. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to look for it. Battlements, and it's a, Cause, it's cause a hunchback thing. It's kind, hunchback. it's kind of a yeah. It is definitely hunchback. I couldn't do the ropes though, so I didn't. <laughs> so I didn't put any ropes in it. Did you write that name or? So? Yeah. Uh, Yes, I think it was. Amos. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, guy, you, you, you're far back than me now. I kept on playing around with Amos and uh, uh, never got far enough to actually write a decent game with it. It was, what was it short for? Amiga, Amiga R- op- Operating Sausages? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, on your Spectrum countdown, I've been listening to it in yes. the car because it's like five hours. <laughs> yes. You, you didn't put in Lords of Midnight, did you? No, we didn't. And we, we, we it's not like we forgot about it. Oh, you did. Um, but you did. I love that no, game. 
I know. I, was, I, I said to Sean, <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean, that's you. I said to Hello. Kingy, uh, the, 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 yeah, the guy I did the podcast with, I said, we're going to get a lot of grief with Laws of Midnight being missing because it's a real classic. Did but you? What did both, you think about it? Yeah, we did think about it. But we, we, but we both, both for Kingy and me, both of us, uh, we find it Dulles Ditchwater to play. We don't not fan of the actual game. I, I like. I just like the idea of it. I didn't. I, oh, I, I love the idea of it. Yeah, it's yeah. a great idea. But I've, I've just, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. It's, it's uh, special to a lot of people. But we, you know, we had to be genuine and make it a personal list. Yeah, for yeah. us. Uh, the, the thing yeah. about thing about that and a couple of others like you covered, like Jet Set Willy and a Tick Attack. It, I never had a Spectrum, but I went around Jason's house. He had a Spectrum, and I used to. I said, "Is Jason coming out to play?" Is his mum? No, he's on. He's on my telly playing Spectrum. Good. So I used to let myself in, and we used to play like jet, all these Spectrum games. Jet Set Willy. That that oh, was like an op- like an open world game. Like you could go anywhere, and and a tick attack where you could just you could just wander around a bit. And like Lords of Midnight was the same. And what used to fascinate me, you know, there's one, there was one called Valhalla. I think it was on the BBC as well, maybe. Do you know the mm. one with the gods walking in and out? And yeah, used, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. And they used to walk off the screen and do stuff and come back. And I thought, that's amazing. It's it used to like boggle my mind. These little characters who had their own lives off the screen, and they didn't. But they, you know, it's just a bit of code. Yeah. But all, th- th- them games sort of really open me to the open world thing like Jet Set Willy is a kind of a sandbox game really isn't it it is well you'll be interested probably that um, every week at RGDS in the, on the Discord channel uh, run by Kingy predominantly um, they, they've got uh, there's a Jet Set Willy MMO yeah, so they actually treat about it. it yeah, yeah, really yeah. yeah, so it's uh, I mean that, that's amazing it's uh I mean, I, I, for my shame, I've, I've, I've always struggled to be able to attend because it's on, uh, it's on babysitting <laughs> evening uh, with Mira because yeah. <laughs> uh, Molly works late on Thursday. But you can see the amount of fun, you know, and talking to like the listeners. There's quite a community that's built up around that purely that game. So it's lovely to sort of see. Yeah, it's good um, that it's still going. And like you said in the podcast, the imagination of the guy. Matthew, he only oh, ever yeah. did two games. I went, I went to see him at, I think it was Urbis in Manchester years ago, mm. and and he was, I was in the audience, and he, and there was a guy prompting him, and he was very slow talking, and it, there's yeah. massive long pauses. So I think he'd been addled by lots yeah. of whatever he took in the eighties. But I, I asked yeah. him, I said, "What do you think of Jet Set Willie Two? I thought it was crap, and he went, he went, "Oh, I liked it. I thought it, I thought they they did extra bits, put extra bits in it." But it, I didn't. I didn't think it was crap. I just didn't think it had nowhere near the imagination. It was just like bolted on mm. levels. Did I say Jet Set Willy two then? I did, didn't I? You did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I forget what I'm saying, Paul. <laughs> I do. Yeah. And he said, "Oh yeah, I thought it was all right. I thought it was pretty good." I said, "All right. Oh, okay." And I sat down again in my chair. No. Oh, no. It's a. Yeah. It's it's such a shame. I and mean, I know he did some other things. Um, I think he managed to get like on the Game Boy Color the um, uh, Scrabble working in terms of things but you know that's sort oh, of uh, right. using his brain in different ways of rather than you know it's a shame that his creativity of 
you know the manic miners and, and things because he clearly had a talent so it's yeah uh, they're just just the, the graphics he, he went to Amsterdam the, for many years and he yeah, <laughs> worked in the, the factory yeah. the names of the levels and just everything was oh, amazing but so anyway good. yeah so, anyway. so good but uh, yeah I mean the ones I've been playing is for this uh, upcoming X copy that floppy uh, which <laughs> is just really those sort of like obscure ones uh, it's obscure not necessarily obscure, but ones that don't have the lights on on them. But the real takeaways from there was, uh, have you ever played Rough and Tumble or Alien Fish Finger? And what fantastic name Alien Fish Finger is. But they're real. Sort of, and I, so I had a blast playing through those because it's a real... Um, I, love, you know, I love Voyages of Discovery and sort of like really get my teeth into games that I've never I went on one of really them played ones. before. Mm-hmm. Voyage of Discovery. It was amazing. Oh. I, dis- I discovered things and then came back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, d- I discovered a few things from the this uh, selection of games that uh, you chose for this podcast. Oh, it wasn't me. It was somebody else who shall <laughs> name, name rel- relentless. That didn't work. Uh, actually, yeah. I want to... I, I wanna... <laughs> I want to uh, sort of like calling up on that actually because like you know you I've, I've been listening to your previous podcast you've done games like Solar Fox and Rodland and Super Pang and you and Joust yeah. all these classic Viper Phase One all these amazing classics and then you invite me on this one <laughs> <laughs> with the with the dodgy scramble knockoff episode. <laughs> So thanks for that. Yeah, it's all right. You're welcome back anytime. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, yeah, really, good, really good. So uh, yeah, thank, thank you for the time playing those, those games as well. You're welcome. Right, let's have a look at some arcade news. Put the jingle in here. Arcade news. I don't know about news. Arcade news. I'll leave that in as well. Vic's gonna love yeah. it. Arcade news. No, right, right. Uh, this one, Vix found this. Ten. Mm. I put fully restored, but they're not. They're scratch built replica death races with FPGA innards and extra games. So you've got death race. Ooh, fancy. That, that, so the really old one, the, the, the one. Yeah, made. 1976. The one that. Oh, the, fantastic. The, the, the first video, Nasty, where America mm. went mad because you're running over people but they said it was gremlins Vic, Vic had one for a bit it plays okay it? Wow. but it's, it's definitely I don't know three or four games and you've had enough because there's not a lot of depth to it mm. but it's as a, as a cab it looks gorgeous and these are amazing and the FDGA yeah, so it's in a nice idea with FG. Yeah, I think there's Destruction Derby which was released at the same time and something else called Alleyway or something which I've never heard of something like that yeah, it's with, nice to get these old um, old games is that does that because I thought that would be so is it the micro switch uh, microchip era then with Death Chase I'm trying to it must yeah. be mustn't it yeah yeah it is uh, it's, okay. it's, yeah it's something 76 77 so uh, it's black and white but yeah the yeah. ROM chips were out and your CPU was was going and stuff 
Yeah, must be. Yeah, must be, isn't it? Because it was uh, I played it on main doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, yeah, I've played it on main. You know, it's it's uh, as you say, there's not a lot of depth. Interesting, but I have seen the artwork of the cab. It is a beautiful. Cabin it does look great, and, and it took me a while to realise the scratch bills. I thought these are perfect. You must have, you know, spent ages doing these. And then I thought, oh no, hang on. If you read, if you read the instruct, not the instructions, the description. <laughs> the yeah. scratch builds but they, they do look great I think he's going to sell them all and keep one and then yeah oh, lovely nice. lovely it's... if only I had the space uh, yeah that's yeah, a trouble uh, yeah I'm, I'm quite envious when I hear particularly like Vic talk about all his uh, yeah, oh I've got that arcade cab and that arcade cab and you know I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my little piddly squatty little place <laughs> a little flat thinking I wouldn't be able to fit one arcade cab so uh, oh, I, you, I'm envious. I'm you'll envious. find some. I've got a man cave. I've got one. I've got one cab in it and loads I, of I, I dream of a, I dream of a man cave. It'd be it'd be really it'd be really good. To, I've, I've got all the uh, like you know signed posters and all these wonderful good stuff uh, ready to go. granddaughter will put them in a dinner and eat them. Oh yeah, well that's it. Everything's in storage at the moment because uh, yeah. she's, uh, yeah, she's destroyed a few things already. She's she's very good little mirrorzilla that she is. Destroy, <laughs> attack, destroy. Yeah. Well, one thing I've never, I, I still am grateful for. Like in this in this room here now, I've got a machine that mm. plays damn near perfect. Three thousand old arcade games that you can just it's it's free play it's save states there's cheats and if oh, I saw wow. this when I was like even maybe even like 10-15 years ago I, just, mm. I, I always think how lucky am I to have this and all of us really to have these machines in our house yeah that, well, this that, is it that yeah. play these old games of a, a love I was, I was talking to Waff yesterday because we went to Coral Island and I said that we, we walked out of a side exit of Coral Island and I said in the 80s, about 1989, somewhere around there, these this row that is now coin, coin what do you call them, cranes and everything, mm. there was a, a row which I now know of as Goliaths up either side and maybe a few sort of other jammer cabs just all the way up before you actually got into Coral Island, Maine, and there were just all arcade machines. I remember playing Rygar there for the first time. But that's all gone. It's all gone. But yeah. we're very lucky that we can play this stuff. Even even emulation's pretty good. It's, oh, obviously, well, you've got the lag yeah. and, and no, no CRT. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm but... rubbish at games, so it doesn't make any difference, the lag. I imagine <laughs> if you're doing a score junkie. But, I mean, that's kind of set up. That's how I've had to do it. I, I've picked up one of those... Um, so th there was a Street Fighter 4 uh, tournament edition stick that came out on the Xbox 360. And I've picked up two of those because from what I understand, uh, it's actually Sanwar parts. So it's proper arcade-y, oh, you know, yeah. good stuff. So I pick, so every time I see one come up on eBay, I pick one of those up. Because what's great with that is it's... Um, I don't know, it's probably, if you imagine like a, a laptop size, sort of, it's just a controller. Yeah. So I've got under my TV, I've got like the two 
two of those plugged in into the USB. Like I've got a hub, so I just switch them on. So you know it goes with the thing, and then and then start up the arcade, and uh, that's works quite well. And I've I've put like um, uh, sort of overlays to make it look like it's a CRT. You can do quite a lot of clever stuff. Yeah. With that, and um, yeah, and it, I, I can sort of get away with it because it's got because I've got a gaming PC plugged into the TV, so it's quite a, you know, it's a lot more powerful than your your Raspberry Pis and whatnot. Um, it any of it really? Yeah, it's they, so nice they, to have access. What mm. you can do for CRTs, I've got a pair of glasses right, and I've drawn. I've drawn really thin lines on my glasses lenses, really thin. <laughs> and the whole world looks like a CRT. It's brilliant. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's great. It's ruined them. And I've, I've also got, like, obviously, like a, an Xbox um, stick as well, arcade stick. So that's a good way. Yeah, it, it, at least mm. you get a feel of it, don't you? If, if you have, Even if you haven't got, like, the, the, full, the full shaboodle. Is that, that a word? Isn't it, it? it probably is. It's his <laughs> word now. Hey, yes. w- w- William Shakespeare made up words. Why can't did he? he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he made up loads. He was, he, he? He, yeah, bit of a con, isn't it, really? He's got a new album out soon, is that him? No, it's not him. <laughs> anyway, let's have, a, let's have a look at... There's three... Three mm. three articles for your reading pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. The first one... Oh, I love this it come up in my feed is have you heard of shmuplations.com yes I know the site yeah. it's right up your street this because it's all arcade history and, and it's, they're early early arcade classic interviews little snippets were like the Pac-Man creator and, and other stuff and I've I've read it a month ago and I forgot what I've read <laughs> but I, I can put bits in here and sound really clever yeah yeah and the next bit is arcade postmortems from Tony Temple. It is, is this was on his arcade blogger website, but the recent game developers conference. That's always quite interesting to look at that. It was called something else, but it's it's lectures on games. A lot of it is how to monetize your app and how to monetize your app and how to monetize your app. There's a lot of monetization in it, but yeah, it's it's about <laughs> You know how to develop games and how to conference. Because <laughs> game developers, I don't know. But, but, how but, to feed your whales. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. Uh, yeah, Tony Temple has put a load of classic game post-mortem fr- little, little clips. So there's there's Mark Cerny on, what did he do? Marble Madness. Marble there's Madness, a guy that did yeah. Paperboy. There's, there's lo- loads of little bits. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, I love it when they do like these interviews because it's so important that we get like these interviews and, and, and sort of like grabbing into the people's minds because the sad truth is, you know, we're all not going to be around forever. Yeah, uh, that, Well, that... you might be. I don't know. Maybe little, little, little head in a jar. Yeah. <laughs> but for yeah, for for most of us, it's important that we uh, we we you know get into the minds of some of these people that made these classic games. And, it is. Uh, it, it is. So, so that's that's another good reader. It's a good watch as well. And the third one is. Do you know? You might have heard of it. Ninja Baseball Batman. Oh, I love that game. I love it. Yeah, we uh, we covered it in one of the RGDS uh, episodes one way back when. Oh, so yeah. much fun, isn't it? We're scrolling, scrolling, uh, beat 'em up. 
I've, yeah, I've just I've only just been playing it now for about an hour ago yesterday. Yeah, an hour ago yesterday, whatever. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's a great little beat and full of character. But someone's doing a comic about it. Someone's doing an actual like cartoon comic, and it's called Ninja Baseball Spirits. That's so that, awesome. So you can check that out in the No Shows Kids and the original PCB, the original game. If you want to play it, which is where I first saw it, is in the Time Warp Arcade in Bridgewater, Somerset, and it's still mm, there. Yeah, I, I remember the seeing week. that in your video. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I was like, oh game. my god, that's uh, yeah. And that's what, one thing I'm going, I go. I liked about that video is and, and what's made me wanting to really go to that Time Warp is that they clearly chose um, chosen a lot of obscure but really cool stuff along with like all the mainstream stuff there was some ones you don't you know think of so it's awesome yeah. that they, uh, they they've added stuff like that yeah that's very good and just Saturday night we're recording this Monday the mm. world's first ever two player Donkey Kong split screen Charlie Farr and Luke Brinich Brinich somewhere like that yeah, yeah. maybe at Arcade Club on last Saturday 14th they were playing two levels each of Donkey Kong and they reached the split screen doing that and that must I, I think that's probably harder than playing it solo because you've got to keep switching but they, yeah they reached a split screen of Donkey Kong which is level 22 and it's recorded on Twitch and I think they might be trying for a record of it world record impressive impressive I'm mm. useless at Donkey Kong yeah I'm not a fan to be honest there's not enough bullets you know you need bullets in games man you could do <laughs> yeah he'd do well with Mario with a gun wouldn't he he'd be uh... yeah he had one didn't he in what was it the water one what's it called oh Sunshine Sunshine yes yeah that was was kind of a gun kind of a gun well uh, oh because that wasn't Mario was it and Donkey Kong 3 uh, the character had a sort sort of gun didn't he just like shooting the uh, pesticide did yeah, he? shooting the pesticide. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. I think I was thinking of Donkey yeah. Kong Country Three. I don't know why. Yeah, Donkey Kong Three. <laughs> that's my favourite. Dog- that's my favourite one. I prefer got- that because it's got shooting in it. That's yeah. why. Isn't and it's, it? quite, it's yeah. nice and fast moving. And uh, uh, Junior's really yeah. tough in the original Donkey Kong. Yeah. I know. I know that everyone Although, loves them, but not Donkey Kong me. on the Game Boy. Have you ever played that? The original Game Boy. I, uh, not until about two weeks ago when I got this thing. I'm going to mention. Ah, oh, cool. We'll talk about it then. But yeah. that's that's good. That's my favourite Donkey Kong. Yeah, it's very clever, isn't it? Mm. And you've put some arcade news here, mate. What's this? Yeah, well, I just sort of mentioned because um, some some of uh, I, I get people putting in things and like Garen, who's like a um, fellow host on RGDS, put in uh, trying to make me spend money, and it's uh, he, he just in the Japanese thing the egret. Two mini, which is like the Taito, isn't it? A mm. uh, little mini, the one that uh, I think Vic was talking about it the other in, in your last episode, where um, it's the one that you can twist the screen round to make it horizontal or vertical. Yeah. Anyway, like the full set uh, of it, like with all the extra controllers and gubbins and all of that, is um, it is down by twenty percent right now if from the Japanese Amazon store. So that's about it's still like two hundred and fifty quid, but then that has like everything that you'd want. It's got like the little controller, uh, the standard joystick, and the um, the one with the uh, the little trackball thingy. 
as well oh. as like the main device. So, uh, as, as I say, a bit out of my price range, you know, to 250. Well, I'd, I'd be very tempted, but um, the trouble is you, you are locked to just games that are on it, isn't it? It's a bit gimmicky, isn't it? Those little things, but they're all right. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. I, I mean, that's why I keep just trying to stop myself with things like that because it's you're right. It's uh, it'd be nice to have, but I'd rather have a proper full size arcade cabinet. <laughs> and probably I'd be divorced because I would have uh, <laughs> had a full size arcade cabinet in place that doesn't have the space for such a device. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, that's quite. No, a it's discount. not bad. Not bad. You know, Check it out, expensive. kids. Mm. Biscuits review, biscuits review, I learned about you, biscuits review. Uh, you've got, you've put some biscuits in here. Oh, I got very creative, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Go on, take it away, sister. <laughs> take it away. Right, so I've come up with my own uh, biscuit perfection, and mm. uh, I've called it uh, the Caves Pink Sweets Party Time Perfection. And what it is, is you've got... Do you know, you know those little pink wafers? Yeah, nice, them. Yeah, yeah, because I've been buying those for, like, Mira. And then in between those two, I put, like... You know, you know the party rings? These sort of, like, they tend to be, like, bright colours, like yellow and little little streaks down it. You know, lovely yeah. party rings? Yeah. yeah. So imagine that sandwiched together... So you get the nice crunchiness of uh, the pink wafers, the crumbliness of that, against the hard, sweet sugar infusion that is the party ring. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've called it the Caves Pink Sweets. You see what I did there? Yeah. Party time perfection. That's and, uh, very good. Yeah, so it's it, – and it is I've, – I've tried it. It is quite a tasty little treat. Have you had it? Have you tried it? I have tried it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite a tasty little treat. And then I got a bit creative. I haven't tried this one, but I was thinking the perfect, not really a biscuit, but perfect sort of accompaniment <laughs> to it for the savoury, you know, because you, yeah. you probably want a bit of savoury. I thought, you know, you get your pan, uh, pan-thinned sort of slice of pork, yeah, and then uh, get your hot... Um, you, I don't know, you, you get uh, meatballs, pork meatballs, cut in half, drizzle with a bit of sauce, and then you made like a, a pork sensation sandwich. And and then, of course, you can go the old double pack and do um, uh, the cave mushy mushy pork party. Oh, you see? nice. You see? Clever. Which I, I, I love those games, by the way, on the uh, Xbox 360 very very good yeah very what, it's bizarre i know it's different for a cave game isn't it? it's, it's like cutesy graphics but they're very bizarre games they're good though ah cool well yeah i i, I do love uh, those cave shooters as well as i say that's uh i've got uh, a, a chipped um xbox 360 because they're a bit it's a bit pricey to buy that on the xbox 360 that double pack isn't it um yeah um, having having said that sean Hmm. Yeah, uh, I've 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 keep on seeing this thing. Um, there's a company called Bitcade that do like uh, custom arcade cabs and things, um, which I, I, I've always undenied about, and they do look gorgeous. 
but um, for the video games, I always get a little bit wary because they tend they they tend to, you know, I've I've seen a f- few in the flesh and and the because it's modern screens, it just doesn't look right, and they've not put overlays. But one of the things I have been really really tempted on is uh, the Adams Family virtual pinball machine. Uh, have, have you have you got the notes there? Can you see it? Yeah, you see the the link. It looks very. I mean, the, the machine looks authentic. Is it full size? It's full size. It's a full size uh, pinball, but of course it's digital. So there's like 863 pinball tables on the the single device, and uh, you know, looks amazing, doesn't it? I, but I keep on, um, I, I I keep on. I'm I'm ignoring with such a device. Three grand, yeah. I've played a, I've well. played a couple of them, and some of them I played about three, I think, different ones, and mm. one of them suffered really bad from lag. It's almost unplayable. It's at one of these shows, and I said to the guy, I said, "You can just sort the software out on this. It's just bad." But <laughs> I've played a couple of others that were really good. The one at Nerg was pretty good. I think it, I think was that just a tabletop one. Last the last Nerg twenty nineteen maybe, uh, fake nudge buttons don't they? Have you seen that? Yeah, but, yeah. I think so. Yeah, but you that's quite a cool n- idea. Thing. I'm not sure. Not sure. Yeah, mind you, I haven't said that. The um, there is a place in Birmingham. If any of your listeners are around Birmingham way, uh, I was there the other weekend. Uh, there's a place called Tilt, which is like mm-hmm. a, a a pub, uh, but that's got loads of like the actual physical real uh, pinball tables um and and also a nice selection of beers really although really expensive beers i was um uh it's the sort of place where you buy a third of a pint because a pint is a bit eye-watering um all right uh, yeah but really nice beers they tend to be really sort of like more um but they've uh upstairs they've got like the 90s uh, floor of pinball tables and I love it up there because you've got some of my favourite t- tables they've got Adam's Family you've got um, Medieval Madness you've got uh, Elvira Scared Stiff um, yeah. oh yeah all of, oh, Monster, uh, Monster Mash you know that one I, I, no I, um, and uh, that's been a real blast sort of playing through so I've, I've I used to love them I did used to love them Anyway, what's in your uh, actually? What's in my wallet and your wallet? Well, mm. I have got. I mentioned it last time. It's finally come through from China, via America. The Retroid Pocket Two handheld. Let's just kids. Boo 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 boo. Hear that? Right. That is a Retroid Pocket Two Plus handheld. As mentioned in the previous podcast, it's a bare bones Android system with no installed ROM, so you have to put your own on. But I like that. That so you have to get used. Uh, it's fairly easy, really. You have to know a little bit about RetroArch. The the thing that I like about it is you're playing retro console games on a small screen so you're playing like Game Boy games, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, Wonderswan, Neo Geo Pocket all them mm. on the, the screen they're intended for so if, if you put like if you put a Mega Drive game on it looks small to me because they're, they're built for TVs but these look brilliant because they're uh, a Lynx as well Atari Lynx because mm. they're 8-bit and 16-bit handheld games Game Boy Advance games are amazing. 
but I've, I've done a curated kind of list. I've gone through all these lists of the 100 best, say, Game Boy games and got a few different ones together. And, oh, I put that shooter on that you mentioned, that Z-Off, that's good. It's good, and, isn't but, it? Yeah. Yeah, but the the thing that gets me is how good the graphics are. The, the Wonderswan black and white, the Neo Geo Pocket, the first one, mm. and the the Game Boy... When you look at the four or five colours they had, just black going to grey and white, uh, it's just because you can't see it on the originals. It's amazing. Yeah, it really it. It's all blurry, crystal, isn't it, on the original? Yeah, crystal clear. So the, the artwork is just, it's blown me away, really. Like, it's oh. like, like 90, and, and even the colour, like there's a, a Sonic, Sonic Advance on the, I think it's, I don't think it's on the Game Boy Advance. I think it's on the Neo Geo Pocket Colour, I think. And some of them are just really, really good. Really good. Uh, yeah, no, I, I to- totally agree. Yeah, no, um, I, I've been sort of similar because I picked up the Ambernic RG351V. I did look a, at that one, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a sort of like done in a, a, a fake wooden effect. And mm. it, looks, it, it looks like it's probably about the... the the Game Boy Color sort of shape and size, if you remember with that. Um, mm. But it's it's kind of good because you've got the extra analog controller and you've got like um, nicely placed uh, two shoulder buttons. So you've got, as well as like the four sort of like placement buttons and the start and select. Unlike uh, with your device that you were suggesting, it did come fully loaded. <laughs> it even came with a 64 gig uh, drive, which surprised me a bit that they were selling it on Amazon. But um, I, I've, to be honest, it's quite easy. It's got like two SD uh, slots so you've got like micro SD slots so you've got one which is your system and it's like I've, I've backed that up but I don't touch it <laughs> um, and mm. then the other fo- the, the other micro SD is like the bigger card is um, is, is where you just put the games and, and even I can do it Sean because you just literally <laughs> drag the games to the relevant folder and it magically appears on the front end and like, you probably can like do other uh, emulators and whatnot, and um, has it got a touch bit... screen though? No touch screen. No. This has a touch screen, oh. so you can you can touch, touch it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. I, so I it's, don't know if that's good or bad because like it's really the last thing it's you just, want to do is yeah. It's really just an Android nine system with mm. joysticks and buttons put on it. That's what it is. You can download all the all the games off Google Play and play all them but it's a, it's a powerful system and I've yeah I've been, what have I been playing I've been playing I made a list made a list mate the Tetris on the Game Boy Final Lap Special on the Wonder Swan Colour that's a bit of a revelation that's really good uh, Wonder Boy Dragon's Trap on Game Gear Game Gear yeah, oh, I yeah, that yeah. One. Samurai mm. Showdown on Neo Geo Pocket these are ones I've just had a quick look at really I've played yeah. them for a bit Sonic, that's it, Sonic Pocket Adventure on the Neo Geo Pocket Colour. Gates of Zendicon, that's a good shooter. That's a good shooter on Lynx. And Mm. Shantae that Vic loves, the first Shantae game, which is on Game Boy Colour. That is amazing animation as well. It's it's like Disney-like animation, that. Oh, very good, yeah, yeah. I remember, uh, yeah, I I, I think um, think it was me that introduced uh, Vic 
to that, or, or I can't remember how it went, but it, I remember getting excited when I picked it up, uh, being really impressed with because I picked it up in one of the retro events. Uh, right. mm. Yeah, really, really good. Um, no, I, I totally agree. I, I, I mean, w- ones that I've uh, because I've been playing a lot of the original Game Boy on my one because you're right. I've got so much nostalgic memories of the these things, but you've never seen it look so good, and it just feels right, doesn't it, in your hand? Um, yeah, I've been so- playing a lot of um, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Have you ever played that one? Yeah, the, the Game platformer. Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so good! I love that game, and I loved it back in the day. Um, it, also, um, for an upcoming uh, show on RGDS, because um, we're doing like sort of related to what you guys are doing, uh, arcade ports. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah. On the Game Boy, original Game Boy, because there was some really good ones. So you've got um, we've been uh, double double dragon. Yeah, our type is normally one of the best, isn't it? Said yeah, I mean, to our be. type. I mean, we, we tended to go uh, for the shooter, we went for Nemesis 2, because that's right, yeah. like one that a lot of people perhaps don't know, uh, but it's really, really good. Um, uh, Double Dragon, that's such a great version. I think that's one of the best home ports. I mean, there's ones that um, we would have included, but we, we sort of covered it in other episodes, like uh, the Robocop on on the uh, the original Game Boy is amazing. But the, one, of the, one of the real takeaways um, have really impressed me. Have you ever played um, the Donkey Kong on the original Game Boy? Not until very recently. It's, mm. it's it turned, does it, Is that the one that turns into a puzzle game? Kind of. Kind of. I mean, it, it starts off being very much like the arcade original, except I can actually play it without dying within seconds (laughs) uh and then it goes off and does its own thing and and does like a lot more variance with the levels um but i love it with things like that i love it when they take like uh you know an arcade game but don't do just a straight port of it but actually sort of improve it another good example actually that's on our list is um uh burger time deluxe on the original game boy right really really good um again it's you know because i do like burger time i struggle on the arcade version but it's this is a little bit easier so that's a lot of fun so i'm like you i've I've been having a real blast and uh, and you saying what a wonderful time it is to be alive i was thinking that the other day with the sambonic i was like if you told me i mean i picked it up in the the sale uh, the deal might be on uh, still on you know if you if you told me as, as a kid that i could play like every video game uh, probably up to the year 2000 on that little handheld device I, you know I, I think you're mad i think you're mad sean yeah but yeah here it is it's it works and it and it really does it plays um up to i would say ps1 pretty much flawlessly this yeah, this thing's supposed to yeah supposed to play PS2 and Dreamcast and GameCube. Oh, yours is a bit very, more meaty than mine. Yeah, I mean, very. Um, uh, they're still sort of hit and miss. Some PS2 emulation is supposed to be really good, but I'm not that bothered really, and I'm not really bothered mm, with that. You wanted the older, yeah. Well, I'm I was the same way. I did play for some of our games for this uh, show. I did try the the uh, the main games. And I thought you know because uh, uh, obviously the arcade games run really well on it 
so that, that's uh, nice having handheld arcade games which is cool mm. listener feedback We've got oh yeah, I banged my head on. If I built with floating shelves yeah, in the last one, last time, yeah, 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 really head. bumped your head. I've recovered, but the shelf is still a bit wonky. I need, <laughs> I need to have a look at that. It's sort of it's about one degree tipping down, which Vic doesn't like. He wouldn't like anything that's not. You have to call your bonk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You go, go around headbutting things. I'll have to look at it. I think I've dented the thingy. What's it face a bit? I don't know. But it's all right. <laughs> You put biscuits on it. And it's a floating <laughs> floating shelves talk. And Buhane, I also banged my head on a floated shelf in my man cave, put a lovely slit in my forehead, and it bled a lot. Had to use steri strips to hold the skin together for about a week. Was rather annoyed with myself. Oof. And then James, James Middleton, Wise Mids, playthrough podcast he does, doesn't he? I think mm. the Neo Geo Inny mini i think was made for the floating shelf i've not seen it but i'm pretty sure it's in, in a design spec and then he's got a picture of pac-man clock and a pac-man lamp is that yeah, very that's cool. a neo geo mini in it on that on there oh i don't know i don't know with the minis but it looks looks jolly nice it looks, it looks really just, nice. very good very good very good Ross Ross, fixed shelves should also be banned. I still have a dent in my head from an unpleasant incident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we've got like Matt Neo MK who says, as I know you're a big 1942 fan, Sean, that yes. uh, you have tried to get into Tokyo or Scramble Formation. Theroma is the only one working on main but it's a great shooter nice mechanics with how you shoot stuff and a map to wade through i've imported a taito egret 2 mini from amazon japan and the latter is on there it's also got the japanese version of twin cobra which is much tougher the western version being my all-time favorite vertical shooter and the board I originally owned in the mid '90s, and that's a great little shooter, isn't it? Twin Cobra. That's in arcade club. I, I love. Um, yeah, I, I was quite impressed with that little shooter. Nice little the, vertical the, shooter. The Toa Plan story behind that is Taito asked them to do a shooter for the Western audience that was easier because they, you know, they do like Truxton and Doggy Yoon and all them kind mm. of really tough games, and they they come up with Twin Cobra, and it, I think it was their best selling ever. It was a Toa Plan game and it's two two simultaneous player game. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Very, very good. Very, very good. It's lovely feedback there. Lovely feedback from your listeners. I've you never headbutted a shelf before. Oh, you're going to try it. It's good. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like I'm, I'm, I feel I'm missing out, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> try it, Rich. Try Did it. you have an epiphany moment? Did you invent uh, no, it, a, a flux capacitor or something like that? It it, it kind of just it bled a lot because I've scraped the skin off. <laughs> and why should I get to hospital? What have you done? I said I can't hardly <laughs> feel anything. Like, there might be more sense than normal up there, darling, at the moment. But yeah, I'll, I'll just put like a, a tissue on it or something. It's eventually stopped. And there, there, good story. Anyway. Friendly shout outs. 
shout outs who are we shouting out to this week mr drisk obviously to you sir for being my co-host and stepping in while mr victor marland is away swanning away in glasgow in his new mini arcade which we're going yes. to see on saturday well obviously i'd like to shout out obviously to you and vic um in particular for choosing these two wonderful games we're about to cover <laughs> uh, and um but also yeah to a variety of uh, the other podcasts dotted around um, I didn't think of that. you know me fellow uh hosts and listeners at rgds because i know they love your show as well uh retro game squad which is an american podcast that i've a long yeah i had a long time and love for um they're great if, if you haven't listened um they uh, cover lots of lots of uh, the consoles and whatnot but um really go in depth of course yeah, you know retro asylum and you know maximum uh, power up and all of those lovely good ones it's uh, you know there's so many people doing such amazing things and finally actually i'd like to say thanks to uh, all the people on amiga mini maxi for their eternal patience of trying to teach me how to do probably very simple things but me not getting it and uh, then slowly <laughs> slowly banging my head against uh, 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 a, a shelf uh, until it sunk in so uh, I want to thank them as well what about you have you got any uh, shout outs I always, always forget this bit shout outs I sort of do a broad one to the entire world. I want to give you all a cuddle because you're all <laughs> lovely apart from the people that are not lovely. You're all lovely. I tell you what, I've just had a thought. I did something really nice with my mother-in-law. I got a Windows 10 laptop at Christmas because the Windows 7 one had packed up. That was... Not, not 11. No, <laughs> not that, that was nice. <laughs> a mistake. Because I'm... It? Uh, yes, because she's trying to install these old match hidden object games and I have to keep going up oh, and installing no, them for her because she yeah. can't do it. Bless her, but she's you know she's not got the internet, she's not got a smartphone. She's got one of you know you know they're calling them dumb phones now, aren't they? Mm. Have you heard of that? Where the, like a phone that can just do text and <laughs> phone, they call it a dumb phone, which people are going back to you know to, to escape social media and and like evil yeah. trolls and stuff. Yeah, she's got one of them, and yeah, I keep going up and sorting out and telling her how to install games, and then it doesn't work, and then I go back. Oh, up and... I, I, I have that same headache with my dad, and uh, I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, he used to be really good with computers when he was younger, and you know, some of the questions is like now you could like you know click the uh, start button what's the start <laughs> button move the mouse what's the mouse it's like oh my god it's, it is uh, isn't it yeah but I've found and it might be useful for you because there's um there's a way I forget the actual thing but there's a way where you can take control of the mouse so I've managed to talk my dad how to do that so when he ever has issues I just say you know what to do dad just click the thing tell me the code and oh, team uh, yeah yeah kind of like team but i can't remember it's a sort of built-in windows thing uh and uh yeah i do that now <laughs> just yes. take over because the, yes. the headache of trying to explain move the mouse and she um, hasn't got everything. the internet so ah uh, that's a bit, a bit of a problem i have to take my phone yeah. up and tether it you know yeah. to get it. anyway 
She's lovely anyway. Let's, let's go on to the next section. Doodle-a-doo, homebrew heroes. We're not zeros. Da-da-da-da. I might label this in. It's so bad. I better not. I'm only going to cover one here, but all these ones that you've put in here, Paul, they're definitely yeah. like a year's worth of stuff we can look at there. Yeah, yeah. There's New Rally X on the C64, which Ooh. is a brilliant... It looks really, really good. It look, looks almost arcade perfect, but it is a bit slower. It does play, by the look of it, quite a bit slower than the arcade. Mm. But uh, gameplay-wise, other, other, otherwise, and the graphics and the the explosions and everything, they're just bang on. They're really, just bang really on. well I, I do love it when they do, like, ports. Because I, I, do, do you remember... Um, uh, you had um, Mr. Do. It, it, I love it when they take uh, like an old video game that perhaps never got a port or not very good port, an old system, and and then show you how it could have been. Yeah. So yeah, lovely with that, isn't it? With Boscone the on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred is mm. amazing. Yeah, it's 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 good how these things are doing the things, and then there's some more things coming out of the things that they've done, isn't it? <laughs> It is indeed. Yes. <laughs> right, let's move on to... Nostalgia Stories. Nostalgia Stories. Here's a good one from Andy Marr. She's a great guy. He keeps giving me tips on my, on my YouTube videos because mm. they've gone from... The production value has gone from absolutely terrible to just really bad. Which is th which is thanks to him because he's, he's I'm improving all the time. Anyway, he's given us some nostalgia stories. This is a nostalgia story. Arcade memories misremembering Zane at Sleena Island on a cold, dark Sunday evening in the <coughs> in the autumn of 1987. I'm 12, not me him sitting on the lofty but springy rear seat of a maroon coloured Renault 4L thinking of the Atari XL my first home computer the only good thing about the weekly 40 mile Dublin to Kildare drive to visit Gran was the chance mm. that my cousins were there and maybe just maybe we could swap some games Bruce Lee Montezuma's Revenge Drop Zone Minor 2049 they're all great on the C64 then. I love Bruce Lee Really loved it. Yeah, I still, really still know good. the tune in the head now. Sorry, get on with it. The, <laughs> the rear windows of the Renault are fogged. But through those front wipers, the familiar neon glow of a Macari chipper lights up the dash. The boulder dash. I had no interest in, ca in cars, only pixel cars. Pole position. You want some chips? Yes, I think we'll get some <laughs> chips. Dad probably used those chips to keep us warm in the rental. <laughs> Waiting in line for the chips. I remember seeing a large black cabinet just next to the counter at the end. A Macari chipper was beside the pub. This is something in Ireland, isn't it? It made sense. Those hungry punters would feed the machines the silk with the silver salmon. The Irish tempe, <laughs> the, the Irish tempe coins were silver with a picture of a salmon on, so they called him silver salmon. I know this because Dad was a keen angler. Again, no interest, but salmon run from APX. My brother played that a lot. I put the freshly minted tempe salmon into the machine and moved a spaceship around some planets with a joystick. Those graphics, those sounds, amazing. But this is where my memory gets weird. After selecting my planet, instead of seeing the side-scrolling soldier guy on the screen, I was playing a top-down shoot with a man 
Was it Ikari Warriors and not Zane Sleena? They were both released in 1986. I wonder if it was Alien Syndrome, might have been. Maybe mm. a Makari chipper and an arcade machine with multiple games on it. Maybe they changed the games in that machine. The old Renault did, did stop at the Makari chipper quite a lot back in those days. Sydney <laughs> on a bright, warm, sunny afternoon in the summer of 2018. I'm sitting on a train listening to podcast 110 of Ten Pence Arcade. Sean and Vic are talking about Zane Sleena and the Planet Select screen, how the game is like Turrican and on the Amiga. I get home and load MAME. I see the Planet Selection screen and remember a Makari chipper, but the game, I don't remember that. Am I misremembering Zane Sleena? Yeah, it wasn't a top-down, it was a side thing. No, no, that was a side. Yeah, it probably was like Alien Syndrome, wasn't it? Could, so, I think you uh, could pick the... Could you pick the level Yeah, on but that? you certainly had the... Well, you couldn't pick the level, but you had, like, the planets telling you which level you were going on. I don't know, there's loads of games in there overhead and things like that, but... uh, Thanks, Andy. That's very good. I might have murdered it a bit, but... (laughs) It's not not bad. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's nice nice memories. I I feel like I'm on that Renault L and uh, uh, using those uh, Silver Salmon, so uh, awesome stuff. I've just found a bit of a chocolate on my laptop. Ooh. I don't know where that's come from. But I think it might have melt, come off me. I've eaten some chocolate and it's melted on my laptop. Sorry, kids. I don't think this will affect the podcast recording in any way whatsoever. We hope. Yeah. Anyway, get rid of that. Oh, it's still it's tasty. Right. Next bit. A word from our sponsor. Feature game review. Game one of two, Battle of Atlantis. Victor Marlin, what were you thinking? Yeah, it's game, from... I think, is, is a little bit of a loose... We, we, yeah, yeah. Is, is it a game? Do we call it a game? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Battle of Atlantis from Comcomsoft <laughs> slash Game World. Comsoft, yeah. Comsoft, yeah. based yeah. in Nottingham, England. There's a bit of, bit of story about this later on. It's a horizontally scrolling shooter, vertical screen, eight-way stick, two buttons, fire and bomb it's scramble hardware it's based on scramble very much like and it sounds like this oh i've not done an implausible backstory it doesn't need one it's so implausible itself How to play. Right, what I normally do, I play it and then type notes in. Yeah. As the impossible I... black story is that Vic must really hate me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, how to play. I type notes in while I'm playing. And I've just left these notes in because I can't be asked. <laughs> I've put scramble type game of playing, but underwater with erratic marine animals. It's a scramble clone, slightly up and down bullets. That's a, that's a bit different. You know, you can shoot at a couple of degrees because you can shoot the ships at the top of the screen that are dropping bombs on you. Your ship slows down when it goes through the kelp. Why? What? Why would you do that? You can't dodge them on some bits, and it just—it's just annoying. I—I th- I thought it was main playing up, but it's not. Uh, the fuel bases from Scramble are there, albeit with different graphics, and there's no fuel. Mm. There's no fuel bar. They're just for points. Then yes. you get these. There's about three 
various levels. You could say three, but they're, they're just looping. You get the very fast fish level, which is like, like the almost like the, I think it's the third level on Scramble where those, what are they called? Like torpedo things come at you from right to left, and you can just dodge them, but you can shoot these fish. Uh, the torpedoes fire from above, sometimes a few, sometimes shed loads, just loads of bullets, sometimes not. The difficulty level is all over the place. Then you get some erratic spiders that go through the background and kill you. Then you mm. get another cavern with a few bricks in it that's supposed to be a maze, but the bricks just on the floor of the cavern and not on the top. So, it, I mean, like copying the maze maybe of Scramble, but not. There's more <laughs> fast fish and more spiders. The rockets, rockets <clears throat> from Scramble that come up and kill you are now like hot air balloons or mines or something. And I've put, has this game even been play tested? The blue area at the top of the screen is supposed to be the sky. There's no detail at all. I thought it was, I thought it was glitching. I thought the top top part of the screen was glitching because there's nothing there. It's just the blue bar. And then there's another tight cavern to get through. Spiders, fish, boats, balloons. That's only four enemies. Yes, like I said, the slight tilting of the forward fire is the only thing that shows a bit of flair in the programmer's account. And I put mm. a lazy attempt to cash in on scramble players wanting more. They haven't even put in a fuel bar, which I mentioned. That would have at least made it a bit more of suspense in the game. There's no maze. I know it keeps comparing it to scramble, but it is really... It is a scramble claim. Yeah, it? it's on scramble horror. Some of the sounds are really similar as well. It's just an endless loop of two or three badly designed levels. Here's some guff from the flyer that you can read. <laughs> so you liked it, the game. Yeah. Well. I, I get the vibe that you're quite a fan of this game. Guff. <laughs> let's, just, let's just click on it, see what the guff flyer says, you load of guff. Yeah, Battle of Atlantis. Right, they're calling it tables. Table one, avoid, destroy, avoid and destroy the floating mines. Table two, the deadly exploding sharks appear. What sharks? No sharks. There is the sharks. There's the fish, big fish that come. Oh, oh right, that's what they are. Obliterate yeah. them with your laser. You penetrate into the abyssal cavern where redoubtable. Oh, I like octopus. penetrating my laser. <laughs> where mm. redoubtable octopuses lie in wait. The destroyers can only drop their bombs through thin sight. Yeah, sometimes there's loads of bullets, and sometimes they just don't fire. The complex towers replace the lower part of the screen in table four. Complex towers, just go over them. Table five is a, an accelerated version of table four. Table six, you return to table one. In other versions, there's, there's three tables. Floating mine, fuel tank, there's no fuel in this game. Exploding shark, destroyer. Are there octopuses? Oh, what, well, the jellyfish? Then... Um, 90 mile an hour squiggly things that go through the background are octopuses oh, octopi oh, octopi oh. what a load of rubbish anyway the graphics are, <laughs> are passable but poor when compared to the well designed colours and levels of scramble cabinet art there was actually a cab and, and a flyer and the cab looks alright hmm the cab looks okay, so they did put a bit of effort into the actual production of the machine. I can't think they could know what style of cab that is. I don't know what it is. Oh, no idea. No idea. Uh, I'm on with you. The um, the shooty shooty bit with you know, the fact when you move up, it, it, it sort of shoots diagonally. It sort of follows the momentum of the direction you're going. It's probably the most redeeming feature, but it's it's. It, 
the enemies are too erratic and fast and it just becomes just frustrating isn't it um, yeah. having said that i've you know i've been watching um some youtube videos of like people that clearly have a lot more patience than me and you clearly can get quite good at this i just can't <laughs> yes it's not um, you know, I'm, I'm watching some of these uh, like videos, and you're watching people like negotiate all the, you know, the little, because um, you have quite tunnely sections, and you got to work through as well as you go yeah. later on. And yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, maybe if you had nostalgia. I mean, I, I'm still going by the theory that uh, Vic uh, just wanted us to suffer. Is, is my personal theory, but you know, <laughs> you might have uh, you might have nostalgic memories for it. It's such little laser guided mechanical shark things. Everything goes so quick. Yeah, it they're does. so it frustrating. Does. They really it frustrate does. me. Those things. I've got and some I'm trade not good at games. Did I mention I'm not good at video games? <laughs> some, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and this made me cry. This game. <laughs> I'm yes. weeping into my joystick. Try via. <laughs> Trevia. Game World also released licensed versions of Mooncrester and Moonshell from mm. Nishimutsu. Space Battle from Hoei, which I think is kind of a... looks like a bit like a Galaxian hardware thing. Vanguard from SNK. Mm. If you look at the... I've put some, some in the show notes. You look at the... The cabs are bizarre. They're like... The, t, the TV is like at head height. So you stand mm. at the cab and like must stare stare into the CRT instead of looking down into a cab. It must be about seven foot high that thing, and it's got, it looks like it's got buttons instead of sticks. That's the Mooncrest yeah, one. It's got it's got it's got the Mooncrest logo, but the the background is different on the logo. Yeah, and there's another one, Space one. Battle. Very weird game. Yeah. Game World Unit Nine Castle Park Queen's Drive Nottingham. Mm. Well, the, uh, as you say, out of all of them, the uh, in terms of cabinet design, the Battle of Atlantis is is really quite pretty, isn't it? With the uh, with the side art and things like that. Yeah. You know, if I if I saw that, I would think that's a good game <laughs> until I played it. And how long? Uh, <laughs> so, some guy contacted some Facebook. Steve Dixon is put. But I wanted to submit a score for the first time as this game takes me back. On a separate note, though, in the early noughties, I was contacted by the actual programmer of Battle Atlantis. He'd gone into rehab and was crying in a corner in a straight... Oh, no. Uh, one day, <laughs> must have must have looked at the game on Club and saw my animation gif of gameplay on the submitted page. He said it brought back memories of him working on the game. I wish I still had the email as as I would hang a framed copy in my games room, but it is lost somewhere in ye old blue yonder account I once had. Yeah. I recall him saying he only had a short time to make the game, a matter of months. Yeah, you you got it, kid. I will see if I can <laughs> find the time, yeah. Well that that's the I feel sorry for the programme. Perhaps he was feeling a bit yeah, of crunch. I feel bad dissing the game now. <laughs> No, I know that you, you often forget, isn't it? The the, the you know the sweat, blood, and tears that probably went into making these sort of games. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I mean, I, as I say, I can imagine if you got good at it and put the effort in, it, you know, if I had the nostalgia for it. But you're you're right. It's kind of like you know, at least with Scramble, you've got like extra scoring. There's no fuel, um, so it's just 
sort of and it, it, I suppose it is impressive how quick it runs how apart quick from through the kelp running. yeah yeah so slow down with the kelp that's a really but, bad uh, design do you know I'm, I'm looking it's on my cab now and the score is on the bottom left of the screen it's the, the high score and the score and the credits is on the bottom left of the screen I don't know if that's a, an emulation problem maybe it's got to be isn't it I, I'm always with games which I know is sort of different to you and Vic is I'm not really into the score junkie I'm, I'm more into the uh, the tourist sort of like what's, what comes next and that's the trouble yeah. with this is there's not a lot that comes next <laughs> you've got psycho spiders and and fast cyber shark fish and that's that's about it really you've sort of seen the whole game that'd be a good name for a band that psycho spiders Yes, very good. Next from Psycho <laughs> Spiders, Battle of Atlantis, heavy metal version. Uh, what was worse with all of this is I got really excited when you said these are the games we're covering because my immediate go-to was Batlantis, which is a really good, well, I think it's really good, uh, Konami uh, shooter. Like It's like Space Invader-y, but it, you're on like battlements, so it's a bit 3D and you're like shooting the enemies down below and then they yeah, climb up the wall. Yeah, I had a little, little look at that. So one. I was really excited when you said, I was like, oh, wow, this is like a game I love. And it's like, <laughs> oh, hey, it's not that one. Uh, it's oh, Battle I... of Atlantis, not Battlantis. So that is my suggestion is uh, to uh, listeners, play that one instead. Make, make, the, <laughs> make the mistake that I did and uh, play that one instead. Let us take a look at the scores, guys. Ooh. The, now to have the scores. Groove Furnishings LLC has been covering them sofas. 16,280. Uh, yeah, and then you have Mark Watno Gravy. Um, he's got 17,890, and he's also added It's a Nay from me. Matthew Bridge, 19,700. Yeah, and uh, Sal Bug quite an impressive 20,700 he says it's a janky scramble knockoff next please <laughs> which I totally agree with him Pilbo 21,220 Mark happy dude he doesn't say whether he was still happy at the end of this but he did get an impressive so. 22,350 Spectron new player 23,330 <laughs> and then you got Mr. Messi he got very impressive actually 27,770 and uh, he said uh, Battle of Atlantis and Mariner which we'll come to uh, like looking in your nan's biscuit barrel in 1981 to only find a a bourbon and a rich tea and a weevil anyway (laughs) I like Mariner best or possibly the other one (laughs) <laughs> nice, nice. Old man Steve is really old, 28,360. A sunken treasure. No, mm. I don't think they finished making it. <laughs> yes, I agree. Uh, Don Gratton, he got 28,450. I've got to admire your listeners that even though they clearly hate the game, they're getting some really quite impressive scores. <laughs> you wait till you get to the top, it's getting good. Peter Paul Rock, 28,630. Oh, Sean's Biscuits, is that Me? you? Hello. It's hello. 28,860. That's all I could manage before I sort of fell asleep and 
that retro paul twenty nine thousand six hundred and twenty. have you got a score on this paul or not you not put a score in? I, I'm, I'm i'm giving the fifth I, I'm, I'm so bad at games i tried i did try and i got nowhere near with these ones i yeah I, i'd be somewhere at the bottom sort of like <laughs> rummaging around the uh the biscuit barrel uh retro rex got twenty nine thousand nine hundred and seventy. shep 914 another new player thanks for playing new players thirty thousand four hundred fifty. and sorry new players <laughs> sorry new players <laughs> james wise mids got thirty thousand five hundred and forty, and he says new high score but it's a bit on the janky side of janky i reckon <laughs> Ed Horse, Ed the Horse and his hooves, 31,500. I rotated my monitor for this. The hate beaks, mines, spiders, fish, frantic stuff. When do I get to rotate it back? Well, you do <laughs> on this next one, young man. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, it's Garen. He's a fellow host on the RGDS crew. Garen Retra Shootmaha. Up, up, up. He got 31,740. He's very good at his games, isn't he? He's quite he is. impressive. Majok, 32,600. Jeremy Riley, he got 33,520. And he says, a couple of games that make you realise why you've never heard of them in a few minutes. Janky messes, the pair of them. Annoy, please, next. <laughs> Louie Wellham, little Louie, 33,590. Well done, thanks for playing. Okay, Swiss Liss got 34,320. Andrew M45, 30, is, is, a, is it a motorway M45? Is it a motorway M45? Yeah, it is a, well, it is a motorway. I don't know if he's talking about... He might motorway. be stuck on it and he's playing this. Mm. 36,170. Ross Ross. Oh, I know Ross Ross. He got 38,860. That's three submarine games too many this year. I guess he wasn't a fan of the In the Hunt. Uh, time we head back to space, please. And we are heading back to space in, yeah. in space-tastic fashion. Although, although I do feel a bit of pressure because it's my choice for the next game. And yeah. I, I don't want to hear the hatred. Yeah. Hopefully they won't. Bill Wellham, 41,922 games in one month. What madness. I think Vic is going to say I'm wrong, but these games are both rubbish. There's a reason why Scramble became a classic and not one of these two sub par games. Ah, see, clever that. No more <laughs> underwater games, please. Right, okay. And then you got uh, Matt Neomick, and he got a really impressive 50,330. Started okay, but what with the fish slash spiders seamlessly moving through rock and boats throwing yellow turd bombs, it soon lost me. Yeah. Like, how can you go through rocks? I'm still impressed. He's yeah, really good uh, marks. J. Ping Barber, 54,320. We all live in a janky submarine. Not quite as good as looking <laughs> at the last sub game. I wonder if the developers were aware, aware of Scramble before they made it. Yeah, must have done. Not on yeah, Sidekick yet. Yeah, it is on Sidekick now. We'll play it a bit next weekend. Need to see if it suddenly gets amazing on later levels. No, I'm afraid, J. Ping. <laughs> no, afraid not. If you've seen the first five minutes, you've seen it all. And then you can just retire and watch Coronation Street with your oval team they still do oval team yeah they still do oval team oh lovely right, a nice <laughs> bit, bit of bro bovril 
Ooh, to a bit bulky. Cool. Ooh, lovely. Um, <laughs> do that with your pink uh, pink biscuits. Go down, lovely. Uh, pink sweet biscuits. Uh, Z Stoa or Stora. Z Z Stora. That's it. Uh, Fifty-seven thousand two hundred ten. He's got nothing to say about it. <laughs> No, best stuff really. He is Jimmy, 60,990. The angled shooting mechanic was novel, but I think that, that, that that's about the only thing. It's a cod awful game. Very clever. Oh, brilliant. I, I agree. The uh, shooting bit was, you know, the way it had that inertia. It was quite cool. Neil, 225. Um, he got 63,990. Uh, game review part one: Shuttle of Atlantis. <laughs> I played one game, so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> right in top place, Mr. Rygar Allen is doing very well this year. He's he's thrashing everyone on the high score league. He won last year, tw- twenty nine million four hundred twelve thousand five hundred six. <laughs> How the hell did he do that? He started playing in May the 1st. He's only just stopped playing. Walter Day's been round his house to give him a, give him a, a reward, give him one of them cards, but he wouldn't because he's still... No, actually, he's got 64,340. Well done, Mr. Rygar. Well done. Very well played. Very well done. I'm really impressed to all of those goals. Um, mostly the tenacity of your listeners to actually stick with this turn of the game. But very, yes. very good. Ports and sequels, none that I can find, thankfully. Thankfully. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. <laughs> Changes and improvements. You've put this one. What have you put? Yeah, I've said uh, swap the ROMs and play Konami Shooter Batlantis instead. <laughs> it's a, that's, a, that's a generally quite a fun little shooter if you never played it. Annoy. definitely annoy for me absolute pap a scramble clone with all the fun taken out of it lazy game design erratic enemies the same three boring landscapes the only different touches to scramble are the torpedo in boats and the slight slight direction on the forward fire difficulty almost seems random a, mm. a pile of poo terrible i think it's one of the worst games we've ever played thanks vic it <laughs> notices he's not around to enjoy, enjoy the suffering isn't it yeah. <laughs> it's all part of his plan his dastardly plan what, what do you think of this one Paul what for, for this but I yeah I agree with sort of everybody um, shooting was alright but it was repetitive it had really frustrating you know it, it just the 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 balance of the game was all over the place I suppose it's impressive house speedy it was running maybe I'm, I'm really sort of stretching it but it just wasn't i didn't find it fun uh, and and i'm so glad that everybody felt the same <laughs> because so i was like going to like my uh, fellow host on rdds because i hate like being negative about things like with games and things i would try and find the love of it and i was like saying to like garen and, and people i was saying i can't I, you know I, I don't know any redeeming features i can say about these games it's uh i'm really really struggling uh so yeah i'm um i agree on, with your listeners uh, on sidekick it's got 3.75 based on 20 votes so three mm. out of 10 based on 20 votes that's bad 
Anyway, let's see if we can rustle, rustle up some goodness in this next game. It is featured <laughs> game number two. Go for it, Mr. Driskonator. Feature game review. <laughs> right, okay. This is a Mariner, um, also in 1981. Also a dodgy rip-off of a Scramble <laughs> under the sea. Um, it's known in America as 800 Fathoms. Actually, that was how I personally knew it, as I've gone through uh, sort of like MAME in the past. But yeah, obviously, in, in outside of America, it's known as Mariner. As I say, it's um, it's done by Amanip around outside of America or US Billiards. Um, yeah, what what can you say about it? It's I, I it's got a little bit of music at the beginning, which is. Yellow, is it Yellow Submarine? I think it is, yeah. Oh, it's Yellow Submarine, yes, that's it. Uh, yeah, so a little bit of Yellow Submarine at the beginning, like Jankly plays. Um, I, this time, at least, it's it looks a bit prettier. The, uh, <laughs> the submarine looks a bit prettier. It's got a variety of splodges. Yeah, just, just a word on the sound. It is incomplete but it does say that in the main info file that they haven't emulated all the sound yet so the bit that we're getting when we play it i think it's just the bomb the bombing sound and the start tune is nothing else ah. so did, i think did, that's did they just... forget to emulate the gameplay as well probably <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i'm here off to all night folks right okay yeah um yeah it's yeah, that, that's in general what it is. Uh, what can you describe about it? It's a little bit prettier. It's got nice little bubble effects. It's got little jellyfish shoots, splodges. Um, there's five levels, isn't there, that you go through. So they all. At least there's a little bit of variety with this. Um, you've got the spiky, spike doors that go up and down, isn't it? They sort of like sort of take you out they're sort of like weird little sphinx things that you have to shoot at the end are they sphinxes at the end i don't know what they are don't know they're what they like are jellyfish yeah it's got a, a fuel bar it's got a fuel bar so that's made you happy yeah um <laughs> uh is is i prefer this one to the other one but that's yeah not i do yeah. Much. <laughs> at least this this one is a little bit playable i actually did play this a bit yeah yeah you get uh you know, it's got different colour little sphinx splodges. You get to level three and you get the uh, the pink sphinx at the end. Little splodge. Sounds like a dodgy strip tease joint. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, I suppose it's it's a. I, I quite like the um, the colours in it. You know, it's quite bright with all the different sort of like you got nice. You know, each level's a different colour ranges, isn't it? The first ones. Um, sort of more sort of square and boxy but then you get into nice nice little mountings and things and uh i, I like it at the top because you you it tells you which level you're of uh, on for all five isn't it it gives you uh, an idea does like a little depiction of what the level entails so like level two's got the little uh the boats at the top throwing their own little turds and things like that mm-hmm. at you their own little bombs yeah it's 
mm, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> you get to the end of the level, uh, the fifth screen, and then it's like it comes up with the sign, congratulations, you completed your duties, which is uh, good luck next time again, it says, which is definitely I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Alexa to, to congratulate me like that every time I go for a dump. So. <laughs> that is the, that is exactly the same text that the, when you loop scramble good luck next time again but it's got it's got sort of diagonal down torpedoes that are quite i quite like them mm. yeah it's, this is definitely a lot more playable yeah i got got on with it a bit better again it's just it's, i think i'm just bad at video games i, I found the, this one it um you just got to you got to really know what you're doing, isn't it? With all the timing to get through, like the gates and things like that. And um, but I did find I could I could. Whereas the where, with the first game, whereas I found there was just so unfair sections, like the you know the monsters were so erratic that were coming at you. Uh, at least this one, I could imagine people getting better at it. You know, being able to get better at it. The more and more I played, I did get better at it more and more I play yeah so that level five with the really fast moving you just yeah, Mexican waving people you yeah, put waving. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I presume there's like stingrays aren't they they're doing little but they they're they're a bit erratic um, yeah if you can yeah. get through them I think you mm. can loop it but I, mm. I got through them on save states but I didn't get through them in normal play so I just left it got better got fed up with it yeah well, what do you think of this one it's all right. I think it's okay. It is. They could have put a lot more levels in and made it more. The the fire of the bullets is far too tiny. You can't really. You can see it pretty clearly on my cab, but on mm. emulations you can hardly see the bullets. And I it's suppose. really weedy, isn't it? The, the, yeah. the little. It's like a little pea shooter at the front, isn't it? And then you've got your missile. I suppose they're used to shooting the the jellyfish, isn't it? That's really all you can use it for. Yeah, Um, I don't think it's a real self-destructing. Yeah, I I don't know. It is next useless, and therefore you're reliant on the missile, which is actually quite powerful. Uh, But of course, that shoots diagonal down, isn't it? So it's a bit, it's a bit difficult to to line up the shots I found yeah so uh, yeah I, I'm curious to see what uh, your yeah what the listeners thought of this one because uh, for me yeah it was I, I was certainly better than <laughs> I, th- I think I was um, I, oh, what do you call it the uh, what do you call it where you start to love uh, love a game because of the or, or like, usually with kidnappers isn't it you start stop, yeah, stop Stockholm syndrome. syndrome yeah I I think by you know, <laughs> being beaten up so badly uh, I, I I was convincing myself actually that uh, this wasn't so bad but yeah I yeah I, I didn't it's not one I'm going to go back to put it that way well, uh, graphics are okay. At least they've made a bit of an effort with the gradient background. A sort of rising bubbles come up. Level yeah, gauge at nice the top. The bubbles, yeah, a bit more polished. No sound on my main, but we know that is an emulation thing from the notes in main. Uh, what else? You can point press at the end of level by shooting them. The rockets that are coming out of the ships at the end of level bosses, and you can yeah. do it right down to when you're on your last bit of fuel before you blow up. So that you can get you can get points that way, but what is that thing? Because you you've obviously you've got like the the um, 
oh, well, I'm going to call them like the Sphinxes. You got mm. those yellow splodges, didn't you? With the, which I'm, I'm still curious what they are. Shooting them, but then on the final level, you have, I don't know, it, it looks like a robotic rabbit, maybe I don't know, ship or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a pink sphinx or anything like that. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Uh, I, 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 I do want to know what the hell's going on with it all because <laughs> yeah um but i do yeah but then you loop round and it's it's basically more of the same isn't it really yeah mm. but at least i think it's all right i think it's all right you know i do want to sort of like thank you and vic you know you, i mean you've got hundreds and thousands of amazing quality arcade games out there and you know i think it takes special love and skill to choose titles like this <laughs> so <laughs> Hats off to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, sorry. Yeah. The, the eight <laughs> hundred fathoms cab is quite. Mm. Is uh, the, the, there's a site? There's artwork on the top part of it, isn't there? There's like there's like nice little mm. side art decal and the the. It's quite a pretty the, cab, isn't it? On the the eight hundred. Yeah, there's nice so. colours on the marquee and yeah. the. Uh, maybe pilot. that's it because you got like a green like dragony thing uh, that must be the yellow splodge but <laughs> I was thinking of sphinx it, it's that little dragon with the tongue hanging out could be it shoots jellyfish ah, it's all making sense now and oh, you know amazing. what it's got dragons in <laughs> I found on the interwebs there's a wall mount version of it but also Ooh. it is a conversion kit I found a German flyer and you can convert it, Actung, it says, you can convert Crush Roller to a game called Piranha, and you can convert Mariner, sorry, you can convert mm. Scramble to Mariner. It's a conversion kit. Wow, I bet there's a lot of disappointed people that did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's get this in the arcade, lads. Uh, no. Yeah. Let's, let's put, it, put the other one back in quick. Ah, it's from Amateurville, New York. It's all making sense on the US billiards. They were Amateurville. Just looking at the, the flyer of 800 Fathoms. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, five phase excitement in a thrilling underwater adventure is the tagline. Yes. <laughs> so that's... Uh, certainly is somewhat like that. <laughs> mm. Right, let's do the scores, sir. Let us take a look at the scores, guys. Ooh. Start from the bottom, working up. Garen's been on again. Retro Schmupper, 6,710. One credit was one credit too much. Nice one. <laughs> I know, he was telling me he hated this one. It's yeah. surprising he actually liked the other one more, which I'm probably the opposite way around. Um, Johnny B got 14,500. Has nothing to say on the game. <laughs> James Wise Mids, 15,500. You notice actually most of the most of the listeners uh, did, the submitted scores didn't even bother putting anything. They're just like so shell shocked from the first one and this this one. A lot of them put scores on Sidekick so that their Sidekick stuck scores. So there's no nowhere to put your comments. But a lot of them put scores on Sidekick and Twitter, and then uh, I can put okay. the comments in. Uh, so maybe they don't want to admit. <laughs> to the wider world of Twitter <laughs> that they were playing this game. Um, Neil225, he got an impressive 
24,370 and he did put a thing uh, he said a game review part two Saturn uh, <laughs> refer to part one of the review Rob DC is not eight, is not alternating current his direct current is this young man 28,850 <laughs> Peter Porrock he got 29,800 Don Gratton Thanks for playing. 30,790. Retro Paul, he got 32,440. Andrew still stuck on the M45. He can get AA out, couldn't he? 32,500. <laughs> Zestora, he got 32,640. Pilbo, 33,090. Ivan Storm, he got 35,050. Mark Happy Dude, 35,800. Ed the Horse, he got 35,970. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really bad... I'm going to have to speak to Vic, see if he can put a horse impression in there. Sorry, Ed. Jeremy Riley. Jeremy Riley. He says that as well. 45,280. Mariners in Invisible Bullets feature is impressing me the most. And by impressing, I mean annoying. I agree with that. It's a little pea shooter in it. It's crud. Mm. Um, Heiz Jimmy, he got 45,560. And he says, best of the two games. I agree with that. Didn't get to loop it, but in the brief time I had to play it, I started to warm to it. He had the Stockholm Syndrome as well as me. Uh, okay, but no fish supper. Mr. Messi, 47,970. Bill Wellham. I don't know if he was well at the end of it. He got 49,860. <laughs> ZX Michael, 52,030. J Ping Barber, <laughs> he got 56,180. And he was says quite a bit about it. He says, I was going to have a last go on these two, but cleaning out our kitchen coop seemed to be more like... Uh, seemed like more fun <laughs> interesting to try them but I think I will stick with Scramble can't wait for a game set anywhere but Davy Jones Locker <laughs> yeah the last three games we've had have been submarines haven't they old man Steve yeah. 56,800 Mariner makes funky fish look like a polished masterpiece Garen pick <laughs> that you know funky fish <laughs> Mark what no gravy he got 76,700 and he's just said yay I, I don't know whether he's in sort of like got the Stockholm Syndrome deluded as well but he, 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 he said quite like this one he said nay on the other one though me yeah. in fourth place with a seven of your earth points 83,140 <laughs> Okay, and then you've got Lewis Wellham. He got 96,950. In second place, with 148,630, Matt Neo MK. Mariner, ain't much better than Battle of Atlantis with random start points, weird boss battles, and mental underwater impassable cats. <laughs> <laughs> Jan janky shite. He still did well, though. He must have looped it. He must have got through... But, of course, number one is Rygar again. He's Rygar. a bit good, isn't he? And he got... Army <laughs> Herties. He's a pirate. <laughs> yes. Uh, he got 186,430. 
Well done, mate. So he's got 20 mm. points. He's got he's flying ahead on the 10 pence high score in League of... Not Legends, League of... But yeah, League of Legends. They should make that into a game. I'm just, look, <laughs> I'm just looking on Mariner now on Sidekick. 3.89 based on 19 votes. So not much better than Battle of Atlantis. So there we go, kids. We do apologise. Ch- uh, ports and sequels. You put? Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, uh, I could. Uh, you know, I could lie and say they got better at submarine shooters. Um, I actually, because I make a m- mention of uh, in the hunt, playing the hunt, because I actually quite like that. But there, there's a lot of hatred for that one, isn't it? As well. It's all right. You can see how they took mm. some ideas and made it a lot better and turned it into Metal yeah. Slug, can't you? Well, that's it. Yeah, they sort of like took the idea for. But I, I had fond memories of In the Hunt because, you know, there was a good port of it on the Saturn, Sega Saturn. Oh, yeah. Mm. What are your changes and improvements? Yeah, so I've said installing a better forward-firing gun, you know, the invisible bullets and the fats useless isn't it little mm. pea shooter better restart points that's probably more for me because i'm crud at games i hate going right the way back um and more definable splodges uh, <laughs> I, but but, but I'm, i feel happier now seeing um the cabinet art that clearly it was a dragon how did i not see that before it's not a pink sphinx or anything like that it's a dragon sean good Mm. Good. Right, more level episode, more level of variety. Bigger bullets. Be able to shoot the Mexican waivers on level five. You can't shoot them. Can you shoot no. them? I can shoot well, them. You can't shoot anything with a little pizzy little. Just gun doesn't thing, work, yeah. does it? Annoy. Enjoy. So annoy or enjoy, what do you think? For, for me, do, you see, I, I, I tried to sound positive with it. I said annoy ultimately, but I was then saying, but now I'm really bad at the game. But I, I feel emboldened by our listeners, that, you know, by your listeners, that they all hated it as well. So no. I, I definitely annoy definitely annoying because i was thinking i was just it's just i'm bad at games that's what it is and maybe this is good because like vic wouldn't just set set me up to play a duffer i thought he, he, no. he must love this game but he, he didn't <laughs> know who i was, was going to ask for that to, for the host so he just i think he just i think he thought they were good i th- i th- enjoy it a bit because i quite like the diagonal down of the bombs i, th- I quite like the, the feel of that but if but they need to do a lot more with the game, you know. There's there's effort gone into it. There's like level stages at the top. There's a fuel bar. There's definable stages, and like Battle of Atlantis, which seems like someone just took ra- three random landscapes and mashed them together and then just repeated them. Mm. I prefer. Yeah, you know, there's a lot more polish on this one. Mm. That's the word polish. Mm. Yeah, I need to polish mm. my shoes. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Need to do that for tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, kind of, a, kind of enjoy maybe. I'd say fifty-one percent enjoy, forty-nine percent annoy. It's that. Mm. It's that close. And the last word where we normally pick what we should have played. I'm going to say scramble, but you've put your last word. What have you put here? I've put zizuva. 
<laughs> is the last word, which is a tropical beetle, and that is uh, the last word. What in the in the d- dictionary is it? In the dictionary, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so you learn some here, kids. Um, no, last word. It, you know, it's bright colours. It's got nice variety of levels. Um, I do think the Mariner owners. You know, the submarines are crap, isn't it? Like, the, how does jellyfish take out a submarine? I want to know. Um, oh, it's just video game physics. Video game physics, yeah. I, I, I can't say I'm glad I played them, um, but <laughs> <laughs> what can you say? They're all right. It's, I guess, uh, play Scramble. See, the thing is, I'm not, I was never that much of a fan of Scramble either. See, it's just, <gasps> No. I know it's a classic, but I'm just... It's because I'm bad at video games. That's the trouble. I, You know, I'm, it's particularly those sort of like old-school horizontal ones. Vertical shooters, I'm a bit better at those ones, but yeah, I, I struggle with those sort of games. So I was on a, on, on a losing battle to begin with. I thought you're not bad on Bubble Bobble, are you? You're all right on that, aren't you? Oh, I'm all right on Bubble... Yeah, but that's platform and things like that. Yeah. So, so like other genres, I'm fine, but it's, it's like um, I struggle with R-type as well. It's, it's, it's when you go horizontal, I, I struggle, but particularly the older ones, because they're brutal, mm. aren't they? Hmm. Yeah. But you like your vertical shooters, don't you? Did, oh, I love your vertical shooters. Garen got you into them, didn't he? Yeah, he's got me into those, and uh, yeah, I love... Uh, so that's, that's a lot of fun. I love going to Arcade Club and playing those on those beautiful cabs. Next show's game. Right, next show's game. We will pass this over to you, sir. You've picked because you're the guest. What have you picked? Well, I feel, I feel, uh, uh, yeah, Sea Wolf. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any sea <laughs> based game to send uh, people looping. <laughs> no, I, I chose. Actually, it's a game that you introduced me to, actually, because um, I knew of it but I'd never really sort of like played. But when, when I was up in Arcade Club, you said, hey, you know, th- have a go on this. And um, so I've chosen Gal or Gaplas or Gallagher 3. Um, this is just a lovely update to uh, the Gallagher game, isn't it, really? It's got loads mm. of little extras I, l- I love some of the some of the things like you can capture the other enemies it's things that uh they took forward in gallagher 88 but i think this is a be- beautiful uh game so hopefully your listeners will think the same as well yes let's hope so <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> yeah it's developer namco rom is gaplus g-a-p-l-u-s and if if you got a description as well if you can see one on your cab or whatever it's gp2 dash rev b revision b but it's the standard gap plus lives are three difficulty zero which is standard extra live 50k 150k and every 150k thereafter submit your score arcade roms only please no scores from console or computer compilations as they are often different they often change a little mm. bit submit your score on as hashtag 10p score on twitter that's what a lot of people do 10p 
S-C-O-R-E. On Facebook, as a comment of the podcast above, on the Sidekick app in the 10 Pence Club section. Make sure you get in there. It's great in there. There's lots of fun and talking and that. UK VAC, Intelligent Moth, Wayward Carp. <laughs> I don't know where you get a Wayward Carp. I don't know how you do that. But some people have given us scores off a of Wayward Carp. Not really. Deadline for score submissions is Monday the 13th of June. We're halfway through the year. 5pm UK time. Well, it just leaves me to say thank you for podcasting with me, Paul. I've really That's enjoyed right. it. And f- <laughs> You sound forced like you're reading a script. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I, uh, it's, uh, the listeners are so lovely and that. But yeah, thanks. Um, thank, thank. <laughs> I, did, I did have one question to ask, actually. You know, with Revision B, because I get so confused with all the... Um, with all the main sort of setup and things, I'm mean, obviously Revision B was like the second release, but what, I mean, I mean, in that example, do you know what was different between Revision A or B? Or I don't know. They might have just. Uh, I suppose just make sure everybody's on the same one, isn't it? For, the, yeah, for your the, point. They, of view. When they reissue the boards or something, they might make different changes or something. Most of them are not mm-hmm. different. Some of them are vastly different. Like Berserk was very different. The second revision, it sped everything up and stuff. And there's different yeah. revisions of Scramble. Even the Stern one is a lot more difficult than the Konami one. Different Can revisions. I think, like, I, I, as much as I love Main for what it does and it brings arcades in the home, I find it so messy with all these different revisions. And then, and then like they come out with a new version of Main, and all the old ROMs don't work. And yeah, why do they make it simple? I, I, I don't update me me Mame that often. I have been doing it a bit more lately. Yeah. But yeah, if you I've, on my cap, I've got just the parent ROMs. There's no other mm. ROMs there, so you can only pick. This would only come up with Gap Plus because it's the most recent ROM. So the ROM is called Gap Plus. The the older ones would probably be called Gap Plus A, Gap Plus B. You're not, you're you're not on a a better version to all the other listeners. Uh, mine's got double, double bullets. <laughs> well, I hope your listeners like my choice and don't blame me if you hate it as well. But at least it is not set in the sea. No, it's a space shooter again, kids. We've had enough sea. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for, for a while. We're not doing Seawolf. That'd be funny that if we did see more, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, I was, I was uh, yeah, trying to, yeah, send people over the edge. But, uh, <laughs> <aren't they? laughs> yeah, lovely. Well, I hope you enjoy it, and uh, I, I certainly, yeah, I, I love that game. Yes, well, thank you very much, kids. Oh, I'm going to be right, right up now. Thanks for joining me, Paul. It's been really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit better than the the captured uh, uh, prisoner of war <laughs> reading out the. Uh, <laughs> no, it just sounds statement. creepy, doesn't it? it? Sounds right creepy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a joy. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'll shut up. Right, cheers, kids. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye bye. You can download or play the podcast, read all the show notes, and leave feedback at www.10pencearcade.co.uk. You can email me at vertvic at 10pencearcade.co.uk. You can also reach us on our Facebook page. You can tweet me at 10 and you can tweet Sean at Sean Holly. We'd love to hear from you, 
for game suggestions, arcade pickups and stories, or any of your personal thoughts on anything we may have covered. 